0: Judy Warner, welcome back to this week's Ecosystem Podcast. Today, I'm joined by returning guest David Shield, the Executive Director of the Printed Circuit Board Association of America. Otherwise known as the PCBAA. He's here to give us some really interesting updates on how PCBAA has been working on Capitol Hill and across the industry with the, some exciting updates about how they're making strides to secure our supply chain for materials and PCB manufacturing here in the United States. I think you're going to enjoy this update. Make sure before I get going that you like, subscribe, and do all the regular stuff. I would love to have have you join our community at the double ecosystem.com. Now let's jump into our conversation with David Child of PCBAA. Hi, David. So good to see you, my friend. I'm excited to have you on the podcast today and get an update on PCBAA.
1: Judy, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Well, for those that may not have seen one of our previous podcasts, why don't you take a quick moment, introduce yourself, your background, and a brief overview of what PCBAA is, and then we'll jump into those updates.
1: Sure, thank you. So I'm really uh, proud to lead the Printed Circuit Board Association of America, or PCBAA. We represent America's Printed Circuit Board Manufacturers, Interconnected substrate manufacturers, uh, and we also have a number of critical materials suppliers in our family. Uh, when we launched almost three years ago, we had five founding members. We've got almost 44 members today, and we continue to grow as people understand the need for education, advocacy, and legislative action in Washington to benefit American manufacturing.
0: Okay, before we get over to the updates, why should, say, the engineers that listen to my podcast typically care about supply chain of printed circuit boards in the states?
1: That's a great question. You know, I think we've seen in the last few years um, a refocus on where our supply chains stretch into and why we need to have manufacturing supply chains that are more secure and more resilient. I certainly think the CHIPS Act was a result of people realizing that semiconductors largely are manufactured in Asia. And when through man-made or natural disasters, those supply chains shut down, all of a sudden uh, store shelves are empty, all of a sudden uh, car salesmen, lots, uh, don't have the trucks that people want. And we want to be able to trust where our electronic goods come from. We want to make sure that they arrive on time. We want to make sure that we have a healthy industrial base in the United States. So the CHIPS Act, which took about five years from the time it was conceived to the time it was implemented brought about $52 billion in government support for semiconductor manufacturing. And you already see new fabs Mm -hmm. under construction in places like Columbus, Ohio and Chandler, Arizona. That is a great first step. But the PCBAA exists to educate policymakers about the rest of the microelectronics stack. Chips don't float, as we like to say. And of course, if we don't have substrates and boards, We don't have a complete electronic stack. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to make chips here in America and then ship them across an ocean for the packaging, for the mating with boards, for final integration uh, by OEMs. I think there is certainly a percentage of that global manufacturing portfolio that should be right here in America. And as we've talked about, we have seen a steep decline in our capacity. 30 years ago, we had 2,200 companies making printed circuit boards. Today, that's down to 147. We made 30% of the world's PCBs. Today, that's down to 4%. So I think we can do a lot better. And our government can step forward and offer the same sorts of industrial policies to benefit our part of the stack, as was done with semiconductors.
0: So why don't you give our listeners um, an update on, I know PCBAA has bipartisan support of a bill. And what does the bill propose? For supporting the materials and PCB manufacturing stack. And um, and where are you now? And then we'll get the updates.
1: <laughs> yeah. Judy, we have a great piece of legislation on Capitol Hill that I'm happy to talk more about. The PCBs, or Protecting Circuit Boards and Substrates Act, would do two very important things for our industry. First, it would allocate federal funds, as the CHIPS Act does, So, that we can make capital improvements in our businesses. We can hire new workers. We can build new facilities. An almost $3 billion fund that we anticipate would be administered by the Department of Commerce, similar to the CHIPS Act. The second, and I think really game changing aspect of this legislation, is a 25% tax credit on the purchase of American made printed circuit boards and substrates. That creates that all important demand signal so that our executives can say to their boards and their investors, we have a customer now. We are cost competitive with foreign produced microelectronics because the government is offering a Buy America tax credit.
0: Yeah, that's the part that I get really excited about, although both are critically important. All right, let's talk about, um, now we've level set, you know, sort of where we are and who you are. Let's talk about two major announcements that that I've seen through LinkedIn and and jump off there and give our listeners an update.
1: Yeah. I'm so proud that over the last two weeks, we've had two you know, really striking announcements from members of our association and big players in our industry. First in Michigan, you saw that the state of Michigan is investing in partnership with Calumet to expand the production of organic substrates at their facility in Calumet, Michigan. It's going to be about $7 million in total capital expenditure, and it's going to represent at least 80 new jobs. And that is a capability that we really haven't seen before in the United States. So to see organic substrates being made in America is a great move forward. I give a lot of credit to the team at Calumet for their leadership on this. Of course, they're a critical supplier, um, not just to commercial customers, but to the defense and the aerospace industries Mm -hmm. as well. And it's great to see the states getting into the business of economic policy and incentives and direct investment. So that's a big, very big win in the state of Michigan. Secondly, you saw that TTM is putting forth $100 million of its own money to expand almost 160,000 square feet of manufacturing space, something like 400 new jobs in the state of New York attached to their existing Syracuse facility. And this is going to be for the manufacture of ultra high density interconnect PCBs. So both government action and action by members of our industry to demonstrate that we can innovate, we can bring new technologies to market, we're very willing to be on the cutting edge. But as much as I am thrilled with these announcements, it underscores the need for federal government investment and activity here. We are talking about millions of dollars and hundreds of jobs. But what we need to see to transform the slide that I talked about earlier is billions of dollars in incentives, in tax credits, in direct investment, equaling thousands, if not tens of thousands of new manufacturing jobs in this country. So I want to signal to everyone in Washington, our industry is willing to put our money where our mouth is. We are willing to innovate and bring next generation technologies to market, to partner with state, local, and federal governments on economic development. But we need government to at least meet us halfway incentivize our customers to buy American and make the direct investments to restore the capacity that we've lost over the last three decades.
0: So David, in regards to that, where you're saying that, you know, you are advocating for uh, the the Congress and, and really storming Capitol Hill to say, hey guys, meet us. We're doing our part. Where are you in regards to bipartisan bill that's been um, proposed and you've been making progress there. Where are we?
1: Sure. Well, you know, there's a lot of good news from from Washington this year. Um, And I would start actually outside of Congress, right? We had the president invoke the Defense Production Act uh, in Mm. April for print circuit boards. That's a designation that PCBs and substrates are a critical national security technology that actually opens up monies at the Pentagon to be spent in support of those technologies that support the warfighter. We also had uh, a continuation of language in what's called the National Defense Authorization Act or NDAA. And what that language does is it says to the Pentagon, hey- You need to look inside your commercial off-the-shelf technology, your COTS technology. You need to see where foreign-produced PCBs might be because, of course, we have this thing called ITAR. It restricts what foreign technologies can come into defense programs. That's why so many American companies are making uh, PCBs for Javelin missiles and SPY-6 radars right here in America. But if Mm -hmm. you take commercial off-the-shelf technology and you say, well, this is on a commercial aircraft and it's on a military aircraft you can find uh, foreign parts and foreign microelectronics in the supply chain. So our second big 2023 victory was keeping that language in the NDAA. And by 2027, the Pentagon needs a plan to look inside the supply chains and figure out a way to buy American. The third thing you mentioned is our standalone bill, the PCBs Act. Um, it's got bipartisan support. Blake Moore from Utah and SU from California. Now we need a Senate companion bill. In order to move things through the Congress, mm-hmm. you have to have both a House and and Senate version of legislation. We had that with the CHIPS Act. You have that with any bill that has to get passed. So we're talking to members of the Senate from across the country right now. I'm actually in Washington this week meeting with senators. And boy, I'll tell you, Judy, the educate part of our educate, advocate, legislate mission really hits home because the truth is when you walk into a lot of these Senate offices, it's the first time anyone has explained what a printed circuit board is. <laughs> it's the first time anyone has explained what a substrate is. They know what CHIPS are. Our friends in the semiconductor industry did a tremendous job of explaining that technology, but they don't know about the rest of the stack. And so our big focus right now is getting members of the House to join as co-sponsors of H.R. 3249, the PCBs Act, and getting a Senate companion bill introduced. And I think as we move into 2024 and beyond, into the last year of the 118th Congress, into a critical election year, that's where you're going to see our focus is on really two things. Let's get standalone legislation that invests in our industry. And let's use that tool called the defense production act, the DPA to give the Pentagon some monies they can invest immediately. Right. So projects that hit in the millions and longer term projects that hit in the billions.
0: Boy, David, I'm so impressed with everything PCBA has done since the first time we talked you. you, you guys have really come so far and, um, and, Honestly, as one that came out of the printed circuit board manufacturing, it's music to my ears because I was there in, in the early days when our manufacturing base started to get decimated. And I'm like, what are we thinking? Um, you know, so it's it's yeah. really amazing. I'm so impressed with everything you've done. So is that what you're really going to focus on now for the next year is getting that that Senate bill um, past and then what's next yeah, after we need
1: that a companion we need you know i think you know so we we obviously want to look at what the federal uh, government buys and where it buys it we want to look at what state and local incentives are out there i think if the state of michigan can come to the table and do things on behalf of our industry there's no reason that 49 other states can't make similar considerations and probably many of your listeners are sitting in places like arizona texas illinois ohio and saying hey I see what you're doing for the semiconductor industry to incentivize new facilities, to incentivize new hires, to partner with universities on workforce initiatives. We need to do the same thing for our um, completion, if you will, of the uh, microelectronics ecosystem. We need to do the same thing for boards and substrates. I, I would counsel patients, and I know that can be discouraging sometimes, but in Washington, I remind people it took almost five years to get the CHIPS Act passed. That's with supply chain shortages. That's with people waiting for pickup trucks. That's with the COVID-19 pandemic and some of the largest companies in the world pushing for its passage. We are newer and smaller. I think we've got a great story, as good as what our friends in the chips industry were telling uh, our elected officials. But we've got to be patient. We've got to work the process as it lays before us. And most importantly, we've got to get bigger. I'm so proud that we've gone from five members to 44, but I need to do that to be 144, right? We need to have most of America's um, companies, critical suppliers, manufacturers at the table. The bigger we are, the bigger the political footprint we have, the more effective we can be in Washington.
0: I really love that. And, you know, for our listeners' sake, if they haven't heard me say it before, I personally join as an individual. So, because I think this is so important and, and so I would encourage, you know, what I'm saying is I'm putting my money where my mouth is. So for engineers that are listening, that maybe work for a variety of size of companies and all of that, how would you encourage them to get involved or get their companies involved? You know, what steps can they take?
1: You know, I uh, love talking with folks and I do talk with probably a half a dozen companies every week about what it means to be a part of the Printed Circuit Board Association of America. You can find us online at PCBAA.org. Find us on LinkedIn and Twitter at PCBAA. Learn more about our initiatives. Reach out to me personally and let's have a conversation. Our leadership and myself We're always happy to talk to prospective members, both individual and corporate, about the fight to reshore critical microelectronics and reinvigorate American industry. If that's something that you care about, please get on our team. And it's not just people making boards and substrates. I know that's a lot of your listeners. It's people buying boards and substrates. I have this conversation all the time with OEMs Mm. and primes and big companies saying whether you're buying a million or $100 million worth of microelectronics every year, a tax credit immediately benefits you. It allows you to reshore. It allows you to decouple from places that you may not want to have a majority of your business or your supply chain. It allows you to build and invest and purchase in America. We're chasing that tax credit for you. So if you're a board manufacturer, obviously I think you should be on our team. If you're a board buyer, I think there's a really good reason to join our effort.
0: Well, and I think a lot of our listeners at the very least are involved in getting prototypes sourced and then their company may take it, you know, into production. And I just, I'm glad you shared that point that it's not just for board manufacturers and certainly I'm not a board manufacturer and haven't been for many years. So to our listening audience, I really, I really encourage you to go um, check out PCBAA and learn more because you know, the more, the more heads, the more members, the more power we have. And we make David's job just a little bit easier <laughs> um, when he comes in with a large membership. That's exactly we,
1: right. And we appreciate the support.
0: Yeah, we get more ears on the hill. That, that's a good thing. So David, um, thank you so much for coming. This is a very exciting update. And let's just keep talking and, and keep updating our community. And thanks so much for joining us. And we just want to wish you... Um, congratulate you and wish you continued um, success at PCBAA.
1: Judy, great to talk to you as always. Thanks for the opportunity and thanks for your support of our organization and our mission.
0: To our listeners, go check out all those links in the show notes or just go on LinkedIn and find them. I really encourage you to get involved. We'll see you next time. Until then, remember to always stay connected to the ecosystem.